Hello, hello. Uh, welcome back to a new episode of Connecting Conversations. Uh, I and Sujata are back. Um, as I have mentioned earlier in my episodes, in case you have heard them, uh, I have an advertising background. I'm a writer. And Sujata Ayer is my friend from the UK. She is uh, a consultant in HR and um, manages her own business. And she is also uh, practicing to be a counselor. Uh, we are first going to talk a bit about uh, the issues that we've been having uh, with the recording uh, that you've been receiving. Uh, we are working on it and soon enough you are going to uh, get a sound quality that will be very good. For uh, now, just bear with us. Uh, also, we've received a lot of feedback, a lot of feedback about the last episode uh, on Is Kindness a Weakness? Uh, we've received calls, we've received messages, and um, it's been it's been very gratifying to know that it has touched so many people. People have liked, shared, commented. Um, we ourselves are learning to grow through these questions that we ask ourselves, and we are trying to uh, genuinely provoke ourselves to see whether we are able to live uh, with the truths that we are discovering through these podcasts. Uh, what do you have to say to that, Sujata? Do you agree on that one or what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, hi again uh, to everyone that's listening to the podcast. Uh, so yes, taking over from what Bunty said, uh, we've had uh, a pretty good mix of uh, uh, feedback and uh, I think most of them are uh, pretty relevant in terms of uh, tweaking things a bit here and there. Uh, but uh, I guess, uh, Bunty, if I may say this, I think what's also crucial is for us to keep the essence of why we started this in the first place. And I believe as long as mm-hmm. we are able to uh, keep that going, I guess everything else I would say is more like a technical glitch, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, we are we are actually working on it. Uh, we've been talking to a few uh, people who are mm-hmm. from the field. Um, I will speak to you once the podcast is over about uh, my whatever my feedback uh, I have received on that. Uh, but let's get yeah. to the topic on hand today. Um, we have decided to speak on living with uncertainty. Uh, that's a relevant topic considering the scenario that we are facing as individuals and as professionals. Uh, I have a lot of uh, insecurity regarding what's going to uh, happen in the near future. Uh, what's, what's your scene? What's the state of your mind as far as the uncertainty we are facing as of right now? Um, okay, so the way I look at it, uh, Bunty is long before COVID came upon us and the kind of lockdown that we've been enforced uh, pretty much the world over. I would like to believe at some level as human beings, we subconsciously do come to accept uncertainty in our everyday lives. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't realize it. Uh, I mean, whether it is uh, going to work in the morning, getting into the car, hoping that 
you don't have uh, any incidents on the way or going shopping or taking the bus or the train or whatever mm-hmm. there is a lot of uncertainty from the time you start uh, to do something or achieve something to the time it is actually done so uh, so that is one and um, i think where i am right now um, i think we are 8 weeks into lockdown now and honestly it hasn't affected me that much uh, because uh, like i've said in the past uh, i'm i've been self employed uh, it will be 11 years this september so my interaction on a daily level with other people is not much um, but what really bothers me as far as uncertainty goes is um, uh, when i will get to meet my parents uh they are in, mm. they are in bombay my sister lives with them and um, that's what probably is my number one priority because i believe everything else um, can be managed you know whether it's a business or work things to fall in place but i think uh, people people are not going to be around forever if you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that's the uncertainty and fear that i i live with every day that i that i want to see them sooner than later uh, bunty so are are we uh, are we saying that the thing that we do not have is the thing that we which makes us uncertainty uh, uncertain about these things um, uh, for example mm. i am with my parents i am with my loved ones um and uh, when when i hear you speak about business business will fall in place uh, i uh, i had actually had a smile on my face <laughs> thinking oh that sounds confident i am not so sure how things are going to pan out in the next few months uh, but listening to you i was i was like okay but what she is talking about that doesn't seem to be a big deal i am with my family it doesn't seem really a great deal so is it is it this that we we do not we do not care about what we have on hand but we are certainly um worried about what we do not have or what we perceive as missing in our life what what do you think yeah about? that is what i would say say for example like you said you are staying with your family so your focus would be what's going to happen to my livelihood i'm not saying i'm not worried about my livelihood yeah. i'm doing everything possible to reestablish my business or try to give it a different perspective if and when things become normal and i'm i'm also studying to be a counselor so that takes away a lot of time uh, so yes i am keeping myself busy and productive whatever that is uh, but for me the overriding factor is that uh, i i'm not able to be with my parents you know things that we would take granted for earlier uh, in the earlier times uh, just just take a flight and and go and meet people you're not able to do that and that is extremely frustrating so yes it is what you don't have vis-a-vis what you already have which is which is very apparent right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you you want to uh, you want to talk a little bit about why uh, why are you missing your parents in particular as of right now is there any particular reason or is it just the fact would you would you want to uh, contemplate a bit about the reason uh, is it 
is it because it's not allowed it has become important or is it that you really miss them uh, if if you understand what my question is pointing towards i do i will have at least more than one answer as always um so firstly i haven't seen them after january of 2019 uh we had plans to go for a holiday uh in april with my family to spend some time with both sets of the families etc and it was one of the first times that we actually planned this holiday way back in december booking tickets and doing all those bits uh but Uh, but with all that has happened i am not able to meet them things that i probably took for granted uh, in terms of uh, doing what what i wanted to do i am not able to do that anymore and this aspect is what uh, bothers me the most i mean i've always tried and uh, tried to make a trip to bombay at least once a year spend time with them or get them over here uh, what what is killing me is the fact that i don't know when i will see them you get me it's like i don't know when i will get to see them again uh mm, yeah, that's, that's quite that's, deep that's, <laughs> yeah i, I, mean, I don't know I, yeah please yeah, no you go on but man no, no, i'm just i was just i was reiterating to myself i don't know it suddenly seems so powerful uh in terms of realizing the impact of those words i have said those words and often enough and i'm sure you have when you said them yeah. and you said the context <laughs> yeah i mean i have never been a very uh, i don't know if i am trying to find the right words here i'm not somebody who calls people every day i'm not active on whatsapp groups or i'm not even on facebook and stuff like that i'm not very social in the sense that i don't make any effort to keep in touch with people which i know sounds really bad that's also probably because there are this bunch of people i know in my life and we just pick it up pick up things from wherever we left the last time and to some extent it has been like that with my family as well i mean i do speak to them but now i try and call them every day there are video calls and every time i say bye to them i say that with a lot of heaviness in my heart because uh, i just hope you know next day when i wake up they are healthy i am healthy and i still get to see their smiling faces so so for me that's the most uncertain part of things uh, being in the midst of covid-19 bunty yeah i i am thinking actually uh, it's is something that one is uh alien to one one has access uh, to the family as i have um um it's interesting because i uh, today happens to be uh, uh we we lost my dad i lost my dad um last year and today was the first year function in a in a manner there's still some time to go but uh, according to some religious tradition uh we did yeah. a function today and i was i was thinking about my dad um he he had alzheimers and it was quite unpredictable the last two years of his life uh, we really didn't know what to expect and uh, and one of the things uh, uh, well in hindsight when one looks at it uh, it's very good to see a name like alzheimers or a condition or 
or you club things and say this was the experience but the experiences are quite varied and uh, each episode has its ups and downs and um so one of the things in my head today was uh, how how did we deal with it as a family uh, when we did not have uh, a proper road map uh, why why i yeah. bring this up is because you just said every time every time you are um, you hang up uh, your phone with your fr- with your family and you you're always thinking i hope everything will be all right i think at that point of time sometimes uh, what was killing was this very fact that we did not know when some days you really wanted it to end and some days you were afraid that it would end i think the insecurity of not knowing what you wanted not knowing what would really happen or would it happen in the in the gamut of choices that you gave it if you wanted to you know finish off with it and say okay this is enough i can't deal with this anymore uh, but what can you not deal with actually is the uncertainty part of it can 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 you uh, you know dig a little deeper again uh, if i may say so because this is moving into an area of uh, that resonates and um, even i am uncertain about where this is leading in terms of when when you hang up and if you had to look at your state of mind and and describe it what uh, what is the obviously the primary fear is survival but but why suddenly why what what are we basing this fear on this fear of uncertainty about survival why now of all the all the times um no i mean um the reason i would say that is because see actually going back to your earlier point about the journey that you guys have had with your father Mm. in a way banti if i may say this you guys have dealt with a lot of uncertainty the last two years till the time he passed away yeah so coming from a place like that to where you are now i believe that experience would perhaps help you to draw some some strength in facing the uncertainty uncertainty at this point in time is how i would look at it mm. uh, because when when we had our first first introductory podcast i think one of the things i shared was uh, because of a couple of events that has happened in my life a few years back where we we as a family dealt with a lot of uncertainty on a daily basis mm. uh and then when things finally happened the way they happened uh, we we continue to live we continue to do what we have to do uh amongst all those uncertainties and unpredictabilities but what helped me then and also what is helping me now is i would rather look at possibilities than probabilities because you can't entirely rule out possibilities you know what i mean it can be good or bad but at least there is a possibility that's how i look at it uh okay. not sure if that answers your question uh no um it it what i what i also did realize uh, funnily enough when i was thinking this morning while we were uh, during the ritual itself uh, thinking that uh, we kind of broke it down into everyday basis so uh, to draw a correlation 
when you're talking to them you actually uh, milk the situation for whatever it is worth uh, you you make the points you want to make you you express the love yeah. you express the concern you you express gratitude internally uh, for their um, well-being at this point of time i think it it forces us to be in the moment a lot more than anything else and we we had a lot of physical episodes that would happen um, like he was a very restless person as a patient um so at that point of time uh, whether you liked it or not you could not change it and um, uh, very often uh, the drugs were something that we avoided for those kind of things we we chose to live through it uh, which is yeah. this is easier said than not which is easier said than not because at that point of time some days you were like yaar yeah, is better to uh, maybe you know sedate him and just sit in peace but but it's, i guess it it's it's a journey it's a journey and i i would now want to um, you know go to the point that you were talking about the uncertainty of when we go say shopping or when we go out when we sit in our cars do you do you think we are um we are fearful beings do we uh, are we pessimistic about our um little journeys as well is that is that what we become is that something that you resonate with as a thought i do i do i mean uh, i wouldn't entirely say pessimistic because see, at the end of the day it is to to each his own right everyone deals with situations like this very differently but uh, but i feel what has worked for me personally is that uh, i try and make peace with my worries sooner than later and acknowledge that they are there it may be possible that mm-hmm. i'm crossing the road and i might get hit with a bus or somebody may rob me of things or a loved one will go away sooner than later and things like that so uh accepting my worries and making peace with them has probably helped me a lot in the last uh, last almost a decade i would say so so whatever happens things which are in my control or not in my control whether it is events or relationships i just uh, try to look at it that way and that has actually helped a mm-hmm. lot bunty uh, it's um, beautiful <laughs> I I read something couple of days back um um there was chinese belief that if you have a big problem make them small problems and if you have a small problem mm-hmm. make them no problems <laughs> yes I, i've seen that one yeah, yeah so i shared it i designed something and shared it on instagram um yeah i thought um In fact the funny part is when i was searching for visuals for that one i found a biological heart as a background and i thought it made a lot of sense because that is exactly where uh, we kind of supposedly live uh, our feelings and our emotions and our um, we keep saying uh, these are the things that move us um yeah i i too have kind of uh, realized um at times um then making a peace with uh what you have but tell me something is it easy how do you how do you make your peace with the 
say for example uh, let's continue uh, the conversation about your parents so how do you how do you yeah. make your peace with that particular worry that you have um that you know uh, they they may not be well enough or um uh, this this disease that is uh, spreading all over the world uh, may also you know hit home closer than what you thought how do you make your peace with it is there a process is there um, something that you think about or does that happen or does it do, do you have the initial worries or you're intellectually comfortable about the whole thing saying yeah i know i know that this might happen so what is that what it is or is there a little more process to it or is there something what what is the process in your mind if if i were to ask from the I time intellectual is a very uh, no i think to some extent that is pretty much i approach most things you know at the end of the day what has to happen is happen i think probably that is because based on my life experiences hmm. uh that is one the way i particularly uh, have made peace with this situation with my parents is the fact that i i feel i am extremely lucky that my sister stays with them and she's there to take care of them like both of them are 78 my mom will be 78 in june and my dad turns 78 in in january and oh. at the age that they are in yeah it comes with its own challenges i don't want to get into details but yeah, you know what yeah. i mean yes yes but the fact that my sister lives with them they are together and they've always lived together that for me it's a big deal i mean probably it's also the way i look at things that it can always be negative or it can be worse i always do that to answer your earlier question if there is a situation that looks really bad or terrible i try and always see what is the positive in that because i i believe that everything has some positivity in it whatever however bad the situation might be we may not understand it at that point in time but it will really come through if you allow yourself that time and patience for that for that realization to come through uh, so for me that is the biggest piece here that my parents and my sister are together they don't have to go out for anything absolutely and she takes care of it and the other side of this piece making peace with the worry is i also have a lot of guilt and the fact that i'm not doing anything much i'm staying here with my family and uh, some day i'd like to probably tell her you know mm-hmm. just take a break and i will swap roles and be with them for for some time and take care of them that yeah. is how that is what i tell uh, tell myself because i also know other senior folks within the mm-hmm. family who live in india who are here in the uk uh, spread over who are struggling uh and these are the times that also makes me wonder right uh, you have your child staying with you which is, i mean you can say that this will probably be for another discussion hmm. but there is a pro and a con for this as well but at a time like this i don't think um, it it's it's only it's only a pro all the way is how i look at it i mean small yeah. things like i don't think my parents have stepped out of the door in the last 8 9 weeks uh though it's frustrating it can be very difficult to stay put in a in a in a small flat uh, mm. but the fact that uh, she is doing what she can do to take care of them and ensure that they are healthy and then again at the end of the day uh, bunty there is only so much that one can do 
to take care of things i mean if things have to happen eventually they will they will happen and that's another thing i i yeah. really believe in because yeah. <laughs> uh, because you use the last line i will start from there uh, one of the one of the things that i always land up joking about is whenever um whenever one is about to bid goodbye a lot of people land up saying take care uh yeah and that is one of the things i i def- definitely do not resonate with take care of what <laughs> yeah as if it is it's a presumption that things are in my hand um uh, the situations will pan out the way i think about them or i play them out with whatever faculties i may have emotional physical mental whatever so uh, so yeah i always joke no i am going to be careless about it so as if as if yeah. it matters but uh, on a serious note uh, you know uh, what i have realized is uh, you you mentioned you see a positive in every negative which is which is one definitely uh, one way to look at it um hmm. i i actually see the negative as positive if it is negative so there is a challenge to my my way of being whatever that way of being or that habit that i have about a certain thing so i'll i'll give you an example in in my job um, i do not get to decide what kind of clients i'll get and what kind of job i'll get uh, i my clients are event companies my clients are um from varied fields because some of them are direct clients so i'll have real estate clients i'll have it companies as clients anyone uh, and their jobs also vary uh, at, at times i have engineering companies where um they want me to define uh, uh communication for an engineering machine or uh, or anything that i do not have any prior experience about so at that point mm-hmm. i Uh, while i am listening to them uh, one of the one of the clever things that one does is sit in the meeting and make the right noises uh, earlier as a as a professional just to seem that uh, you are in control don't worry i understand your product i am going to design your communication or i am going to devise a way to communicate which is going to be bang on uh, at the same time wondering inside <laughs> about what the hell does this mean i have no clue and what are they talking about but i would find that itself giving me the right questions to ask so uh, a lot yeah. of a lot of our conversations would start um, with saying why and the client would actually look at us and you know if the client says this is the best product in the market and you will not find any such uh, any competitor doing as well as we are doing and uh, we would simply ask we as in me and my design partner would ask why and the first thing that they would do is look back at us as if we do not want the job or 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 we are questioning their integrity about the statement that they made and uh, we yeah. have to earnestly explain why do you think so there has to be a reason there there is something at the background it's not just an advertising statement or a communication statement that you want to make there is a reason in your head so we need to know yeah. where do you come from when you are making a statement like that now while as as an artist uh, those questions are easy to ask and once you come back to the drawing board with all the information that you have 
you still have to take a jump and come up with a creative idea and trust me there is there is no guarantee that you can sit there is no process that can define in the next one hour uh, you will have a creative idea it's it's very very difficult and every time you sit on the table you have no no clue of what's going to come out but over mm-hmm. a period of time mm-hmm. with with around say 20 i have now 25 years in the business one of the things that i have realized is you just let go you just accept that you do not know you just stay alert to the information that you have what did you hear at the meeting the unsaid things as much as the said things what was the tone of voice that a person is talking about is that what he or she really meant or is there an underlying communication that they that they wanted to talk about so those things run in your head and oftenly either either i get an answer to uh, what i want to do or else i get the question that i need to ask the client and sometimes they are taken aback because they have never asked themselves the question in spite of being there in the field for many years and it's it's surprising it works so i think about life also is the same thing um, because we are uncertain as of right now about the situation we have varying reports from different countries and uh, differing government um, authorities uh, a lot of panic uh, a lot of uh, unproven cures uh, a lot of stories uh, there was this friend of mine who shared a story and he is doing a film on the police of the city and one of the stories that he is doing is about this guy who contracted um, the virus uh-huh. he had a story from the time he realized that he is not okay to going to the hospital to realizing he may have passed it on to his wife and the entire journey of uncertainty about how to break the news to his wife that in spite of taking all precautions she could have got him because of himself and the journey mm-hmm. of the 14 days that he 14 or 16 days that he spent in the hospital where everybody kept telling him you're going to be all right you're strong but they kept an eye on him just there keeping an eye on him kept him on tender hooks throughout the 14 16 days so this guy said when mm-hmm. i interviewed him he said these have to be the worst days of my life if i had to see why see and look back at what kind of life i've lived i think yeah i think it is the problem of i don't know that that the fear is we 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 like to know we like to uh, i i'll give you another example when my dad was diagnosed with alzheimers and we were told that he has alzheimers it was just a word to us it was just a word that one had read about or stories one had heard and they didn't mean anything and for the first few years it actually meant nothing he kept forgetting small things and he had small issues about things and it was just a normal life so technically he had alzheimers but we didn't have any problem so we thought it is a big uh, i think it's a big uh, ruckus that everybody is creating about something that's not really important it's only when he started hmm. sliding down is when we realized that hey nobody spoke to us this about this and uh, yeah that that journey of not knowing to acceptance i think <laughs> i think it's a it's a horrible and an exciting journey but but it keeps you alert it keeps you aware it keeps the challenge alive and that's why taking care or not taking care is not going to help is are you alert to what life is uh, telling you at this moment 
and every kind of book or you might be a doctor yourself and you may know everything about alzheimers or any such uh, problem that you're dealing with at that point of time i think it's it's your acceptance that starts to uh, give you some kind of quote unquote looseness inside you you say okay i accept i i stop being uptight about not knowing uh, maybe a little long uh, rambling that was but yeah that's that's more or less the kind of area in my mind that that goes on at every step at every step do do you think uh, uh, there's a interesting question that just popped up uh, this this concern that you have about your parents at this moment during uh, whatever the circumstances are all over the world and in india as well uh, does it also affect other areas of your life are you are you do you find yourself uh, acting differently thinking differently about about normal things or anything at all on a uh, daily basis not really bunty no i mean not really i think to a large extent hmm. uh, i've been able to uh, i don't know compartmentalize is the right word but i try not not to not sorry i try mm. this aspect of my worry about my parents doesn't seep into the other areas in life i mean i i may i do speak about this occasionally to my daughter or to my husband i i express my worry i mean i also break down i do all those things but uh, but just because i am worried about something that may not even happen it doesn't mean that i have to ignore my responsibilities and not focus on things that i'm able to make it work if you get what i mean um okay um my question is um, more on the lines of um see the mind is uh, obviously there is some kind of compartmentalization that happens um but you are the same person is the same mind is the same mind body experience as we call it very often so so i didn't mean it only in a negative sense or a positive sense the idea was okay you do not take your worry in other parts of your life but does it um does it you know impact your sense of uh, anything uh, experience of things that are going well or not going well Uh, do they pale or become important in significance suddenly you know what i mean because this is an important I, this is this is a yeah, second or third time no. in suit yeah yeah not really bunty no i no. mean like uh, i don't know if it was you or somebody uh, who said last week that we all live in our minds and uh, i think uh, 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 we have this ability to to tell ourselves what we want to or how we want to live in our minds right hmm so no it doesn't uh, it doesn't have any negative or positive effect on other areas of my life as much as this worries me overridingly but i still go about doing what i need to do on a daily basis and uh, that's how i try to keep myself engaged um okay because i have I answered it um yeah you have you have um uh, i guess uh, i i had a, a different experience while uh, even now uh, in terms of uh, while i am thinking about uh, work as being uncertain in the next couple of months and 
whatever we have on hand is uh, thankfully i have work as of right now so uh, work and money is flowing in and certain things keep happening but the point that uh, bothers me is couple of months down the line um, how is it is going to work out because i am not independent of the market itself and advertising is one of the first um, casualties of a market that is not doing well um, very often so those things are running in my head and i find that um, affecting my my preparations i am far more alert about um, what i expect to do and uh, uh, i am also realizing that in my my behavior with um my family sometimes uh, it it comes out as i am really overworked at times because i'm trying to figure out things so uh, it's not necessarily a worry it has both both elements it is it is getting ready for um what i expect uh, to do in the near future and i have to prepare myself uh-huh. i'm studying about that and at the same time uh, because i am available at home um, they uh, their expectations of how i should behave uh, contribute to uh, household work uh, is also there so this kind of uh, it's a nice way to balance things out where i am i'm uncertain sometimes about how to uh, be professional about my work while being at home <laughs> at the same time Mm-hmm. So this is this is what mm-hmm. I kind of meant. Okay, I just had one thought about the previous uh, point that you made about uh, your ability to see positive and the negative. Uh, I feel that may not be possible for most of us, including me, uh, because uh, I would say probably you had a larger number of years of experience with your practice, so your your level of self awareness is probably different to. to others so uh, i mean as much as i said i look at the positive in in negative situations i don't think i can look at something entirely uh, so binary right i can't say mm. okay this is negative but it is positive but i don't think it's going to be possible for many of us is what my take is on that that point that you made panti mm. okay i think uh... it's uh, i would want to sit and actually contemplate on what we spoken uh, rather than continue speaking to keep the podcast going if we if we decide to you know take this forward uh, next week as well uh, the same topic we'll we'll think about this during the week and um, i would want to sit and uh, you know really contemplate because this is a lot of ground that has been covered um, yes um i i remember uh, nice story uh, of one of the great saints of india called guru nanak uh, he used to have a couple of disciples with him uh, uh, called bala and mardana and uh, in those days there was this way of uh, questioning uh, that was very popular so they asked uh, one day nanak lands up asking uh, this question to one of them saying uh how many breaths can be can you be sure of so mm-hmm. before you that you are going to you know know before your death 
so the first guy says um, look uh, i am not a very great guy per se as you are but uh, i think having stayed very close to you and having served you i think 10 breaths before i pass away i shall know that i am not going to be there after my 10 breaths are over so the same question was put to the other disciple and the other disciple said i am not as confident as him i think i'll be at most i'll be sure of one breath one in breath and one out breath and i know before that that i'm just going to pass away in the next breath they both turn around and ask the same question to nanak what do you think and um, guru nanak lines up saying uh, well if my breath is going in i am not sure it's going to come out <laughs> if it's gone out i am not sure whether it's going to come in right <laughs> i think it's a it's a wonderful story that reminds us that life is uncertain and yet uh, we need to live and we need to live knowingly as much as we can know ourselves uh, while we have the time on that note yeah. i think uh, we should bid goodbye to our listeners for now if there are points that we need to cover we think of or you have any uh, reactions please write in to us uh, like subscribe uh, comment on the podcast uh, please feel free to do so uh, it helps us uh, hone our talks better uh, covering the topic in a much more deeper manner if we can thank you for listening to us and uh, goodbye uh, yes suja i'll see you soon and yeah thanks panti thank you all mm-hmm. bye bye <laughs>